Let's just get the latest, though, on this framework document, the Windsor Framework Document. How well is it being received in the United States? As the following day dawns, let's turn to Simon Marks in Washington, D.C. for us. Um, any explicit criticism of it thus far, Simon? Uh, no explicit criticism that I've seen, certainly not from any uh, lawmakers here or from the Biden administration. This, uh, to all intents and purposes, Martin, is exactly what the president uh, and the former Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, had been pushing for for so many months. They were, of course, fearful uh, that Boris Johnson and then his successors uh, were tempted, perhaps, to tear up the Northern Ireland Protocol and walk away from it. And that worried the United States, which sees itself as the guarantor of the Good Friday peace agreements and saw a threat to walk away from the protocol uh, as something that could put the Good Friday peace agreements and the general peace of uh, the Northern Ireland-Ireland border uh, in jeopardy. So they had issued a whole series of warnings to successive British Prime Ministers to negotiate a settlement with the European Union and that, of course, is what uh, Rishi Sunak uh, managed to achieve with this Windsor framework. President Biden Biden seized upon it yesterday, describing it as an essential step to ensuring that the hard-earned peace and progress of the Belfast Good Friday Agreement is preserved and strengthened. He said, I'm confident the people and businesses of Northern Ireland will be able to take full advantage of the economic opportunities created by this stability and certainty, and the US stands ready to support the region's vast economic potential. The only caveat in his statement came a little bit later. Northern Ireland, he wrote, can accomplish the extraordinary when its leaders uh, work together in common cause. And I hope, as we all do, that Northern Ireland's political institutions are soon back up and running. The president there indicating that he wants to see the Northern Ireland Assembly back in business. We heard a very similar message uh, from uh, Capitol Hill. Congressman Brendan Boyle of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is his state, uh, has been very uh, exercised and focused on uh, the future of the Northern Ireland Protocol. He took to Twitter yesterday to say that he commends UK and EU leaders upon reaching this important agreement. But he said, it is vital that all parties return to the Northern Ireland Assembly. After several years of friction, it's now time to fully come together. So, as in the UK, here there are definitely political leaders uh, who are waiting to see uh, precisely what the DUP decides to do uh, in light of this agreement and certainly from the sidelines here they're prodding the DUP to accept it and to allow the Northern Ireland Assembly to get back into business. And it would be great I suppose if President Biden does visit um, on that 25th anniversary date we've got coming up in a few weeks um, that the DUP would be in that uh, that setup and it would be working. Would that also be a helpful feather in the cap to President Biden with his constituents back home? Yeah, I think there's no question, given the size of the Irish-American uh, community here, that President Biden will seek to argue that this is a success. I mean, I think it's important to underscore that the Irish-American community is not monolithic. They don't all vote the same way. Uh, and, of course, they're spread across the country. 
uh, stronger perhaps in the northeast than in the Midwest. Uh, but nonetheless, I think it will help President Biden uh, in some states to advance the argument that he's been uh, b- uh, protecting America's interests, but also Ireland's interests uh, on the world stage. There is no word about that possible uh, visit to the UK by President Biden that has been mooted uh, in April. Certainly conversations have taken place about when he and Rishi Sunak will next meet face to face, but there's no indication yet that the President uh, is adding it to his uh, diary for April. And one wonders if uh, by then, uh, were the Northern Ireland Assembly not to be back in business, that might become uh, a sticking point in President Biden's uh, desire to visit, or maybe he'd use it as an opportunity to try and uh, push the parties to some kind of settlement himself. We simply don't know uh, at this point. And the quid pro quo that the British government might want a trade deal with the states, is that still as far off as it ever was, Sam? Well, I mean, it certainly seems to be very far off in the sense that, as you know, very little meaningless, meaningful progress has been made on forging a post-Brexit US-UK uh, trade deal under either Donald Trump or now Joe Biden. Uh, and even if a trade deal were suddenly to be agreed, it would, of course, then need to be ratified by both houses of Congress, and that will take uh, many months to accomplish, potentially even longer than that. But there was a hint at the White House yesterday that the deal that has been struck uh, between the UK and the EU, that the Windsor framework may at least help unstick some of the issues that have been gumming progress uh, on a trade deal up. Here's National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. We believe that uh, this will help um, improve the prosperity uh, of both the EU uh, and the UK uh, and uh, will open up all kinds of now uh, avenues for trade that uh, that were somewhat at risk. All kinds of avenues of trade that were somewhat at risk will now be opened up. That is not exactly the same as saying we are now going to engage helter-skelter in trade negotiations for that US-UK free trade deal, but it certainly indicates that, you know, obstacles that the Biden administration and uh, Nancy Pelosi were when she was Speaker at the House of, of the House of Representatives, put into place, quite literally saying to successive British Prime Ministers, you will not get a trade deal at all for as long as there is any threat to the Good Friday Agreement. That at least has been lifted, but it doesn't entirely sound as though the way is yet fully clear for the fast tracking of any kind of trade agreement. OK, Simon, back with you after some music. The is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow And it's going to snow a bit It is going to snow a bit in New York City. I have to tell you, I'm so sick of it. I mean, we had one day here in Washington last week where, I mean, literally the mercury hit 80 degrees Fahrenheit. I never know what that is in centigrade anymore. What's that? This must be about, I don't know, 25. Is it? (laughs) Mental arithmetic on the air. Um, uh, And and literally, I mean, you could start seeing the the cherry blossoms beginning to bud. And then the next day here in Washington, D.C., we had uh, a very brief uh, light burst of snow. New York 
York City is bracing today for eight inches, 20 centimeters Good of grief. snow, uh, <laughs> according to uh, the National Weather Service. Uh, and there's also going to be some pretty heavy snow uh, out on the West Coast as well. But New York City particularly is uh, bracing uh, for the heaviest snowfall of the year so far. Far Now, to be fair, it hasn't had much snow. We've had very little snow here uh, this winter. Lots of cold temperatures, but not much uh, precipitation. Yeah. But certainly, New York City appears to be bearing the brunt of it over the course but of the next few hours. And if you're travelling there, you might want to check yeah. up because there could see be See if you can still uh, get there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at least New York sort of deal with it fairly regularly. Didn't I see some pictures of, of California under snow? Yeah, which is really unusual, isn't it? It is unusual, and there, there has been uh, quite a lot of, uh, of snow and certainly some really bad winter storms that rolled in off the Pacific in California earlier in the season, which, of course, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, the Democrat who runs the state, has been saying is yet another example of the extreme weather uh, that climate change is bringing. As of uh, last night, nearly 50,000 homes in California uh, had no electricity. Uh, that's down from 120,000 people who lost power over uh, the weekend. A lot of that targeted on Los Angeles uh, and uh, points beyond. But uh, unusual weather and a winter that just won't quit. <laughs> OK, Simon, you stay warm if you can, and we'll talk to you again uh, shortly. 